welcome everyone to a special episode of Charizard Chronicles. Um, instead of Chris Walters being with me today, we are, I have started a book club with my sister, Maddie Walters. Uh, we're currently reading The Wig, The Bitch, and The Meltdown. We've gone through the first five chapters, and this is the recording of our basically gossip session. Uh, so hope you enjoy. So, uh, oh, gee, oh, gee, oh, no. I'm nervous. You're it's gonna be fine. It's just we're just gonna talk about the book. I do think we should maybe like read. I mean, obviously, we should say the title and who it's by and maybe read the synopsis first. Okay, what do you think? Do you want to, um, do you want to read the title to us all? Or, sure. Okay, tell people what we're reading. Okay, we are reading The Wig, the Bitch, and the Meltdown, a novel by J. Manuel. Subtitle, yeah. I think, is The Devil Also Wears Cheap Shoes. <laughs> you know what I noticed, actually, now that you've read this, which I think is funny, is the cover art on mine, like the quote that says the devil also wears cheap shoes is like running off the page a little bit. Yep. It's like a little <laughs> ran out of room. Uh, they really went I, top dollar for this. Yeah, I feel like they probably got these in and he was pissed about that. And they were just like, we are not printing. We these printed <laughs> hundreds of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. It also read... is him and it is Tyra. So just it's saying that. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, okay. I guess, the premise for anyone listening is basically Jay Manuel, as we all know, as the creative director of every photo sh- photo shoot. Although in the first season, he was just a makeup artist. Okay, um, I'm going to stop you right there because uh-huh. I don't think everyone knows because I don't <laughs> think that everyone was as devoted to America's Next Top Model I, as you and I were. Yeah, it's I mean, it's definitely a very specific niche very um, niche <laughs> very niche so um jay manuel wrote this book that is allegedly fiction and he it's just uh, i'll just read the synopsis so the wig the bitch and the meltdown is a satirical look behind the scenes of model muse a fictional reality model competition show and global phenomenon seen through the eyes of our moral compass pablo michaels let me just emphasize our seen through the eyes of our moral compass I'm, it's so Pablo Michaels, I can't who is the heart of the production in the helter skelter world of model muse I can't <laughs> we see behind the scenes and backstage shenanigans of the fashion reality tv world 
as quote the fixer pablo is the man everyone turns to everyone turns to pablo (laughs) struggling to hold the fledgling production together he juggles his duties to his quote bff the ruthless yet vulnerable anti-hero keisha cash you get one guess as to who that is Mm -hmm. his supermodel boss while trying to hold on to his soul uh, so as as Maddie mentioned, the cover art alone is just very obviously him and Tyra. And let me just uh. say, like, we'll get into the introduction of the characters, I know. But oh, God. let me just say Keisha Cash and then Tyra Banks, like Cash Banks. Like, right. Well, yes. oh, where is it? What is it? was it? unkind for him to not just use their names. Like, I can't. Yeah, he may as well have. Cause, it's I unbelievable. Mean, that it's so close to the truth. He literally only changed their names so that he could release it as a fiction novel and then be like guys i don't see why you're mad it, I, it's fiction right like he it's wanted fiction. he wanted to be able to say spot it got it if this triggers you it's maybe because you resembled this fictional character i created yeah exactly i don't he know also what just spot didn't want to have to ask um them for permission oh a hundred percent so he was like great work of fiction it is yeah um, I also, I just read, before we got on this call, I just read um, the, you know how they have, like, little blurbs from people who read the book? Mm-hmm. First of all, they use Billy Porter and Vanessa Williams, which I, I think is hilarious. It's so good. And I love that Vanessa <laughs> was just, like, I mean, it's indulgent and gossipy. What are you going to do? Yep. <laughs> And also, but, she says it's still incredibly smart and sharp, and I would disagree with you there, Vanessa. I'm I sorry just, to say. It I, is not great writing. I kind of feel like that is added just to stay kind of politically neutral on the topic. Because, sure. <laughs> I mean, Tyra is mad enough that Billy Porter and Vanessa are on, involved Like, with this agreed. Yeah, exactly. All. Yeah. I'm trying to think where... I know I highlighted it, but her, Keisha Cash's, um, like, production company name mm-hmm. is, like, oh, yes. you know how Tyra's is Bankable Productions? Yeah, I have it highlighted as well. Me too. Yeah, um, I'm trying to find it. I don't know. Let's should we race and see who finds it first. Yeah, sounds good. I um oh, for anyone listening, there are definitely going to be spoilers, so if you were thinking about picking up this book and you don't want to hear what we have to say, I would turn off the podcast now. But if you want to hear the hot goss without having to purchase a $17 to $20 book about nothing. um, I found the name of her production company. Okay. What is it? It is with a K of course, cashing in productions. Uh And Tyra is bankable. I know it's, so good and i'll also say like for you silly silly listeners who maybe don't want to spend the unreasonable 17 to 20 dollars just will get there for you don't you worry yeah i i first i would like to um also note that it's first of all the the um what is it called the typing art god that thing thing art the like the title it's america's next top model um, oh yes 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 like the uh, font 
the font. Yeah. God, thank you. It the is. The typing art. Even in the know. color, the colors. Yeah, the, the color. Black and oh, red. it's so it's so blatant and hilarious. But I also, also, as I'm listening to us talk about this, I sincerely <laughs> hope there are other people in the world who know America's Next Top Model in and out like this because this is truly embarrassing. How much? No, we do. I I really think that other people felt this way about this show. I ju- I don't think we are as unique as we think we are okay. in that. Okay, great. At least I hope. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if anybody listens to this. But we'll um... see. I also, before we move on from the blurbs <laughs> on the back of the book. Uh-huh. I want to just point out that Julie Arbach, the last part of her review was that it leaves the perfect opening for an outrageous and fun sequel, mm-hmm. which is just terrifying to me. I don't I, know where I know. We're, we're only five chapters in, and I have some concerns. I have so many concerns. Also, do you know who Julie Arbach is? No, should I? I oh, okay. Like I no, I just, I thought that you might know who it was. When no, I just, quoted her. I okay. just saw the Great. sequel and it really concerned I feel me. like, I feel like they must have done like Billy Porter and Vanessa Williams because those are recognizable names. And then Julie Arbach must actually be like a, a book critic or something. Yeah. I and that was just the that. nicest thing they could find. Right. <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So I want to just let everyone know. We're we're gonna go through this like pretty in depth, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Judging 100%. by the way we've been reading, um, but we're only five chapters in, and Jay Manuel starts this book off as opposed to like dedicating it to someone or to his family, like a lot of authors do. He just went ahead and um, started with a quote that he has credited himself with, and honestly, I don't know that anyone in this world has ever heard this man um, say it, but I'll mm-hmm. read it right now. Uh, it's the world of reality TV is not real, and yet reality television has morphed into reality. I've worked in this world of smoke and mirrors, and when the smoke dissipates, the mirror reflects the truth. J. Manuel. <laughs> I, aside from the fact that no one has ever heard him say that quote, and that he likely came up with it for this book, it slays me because you can just tell that like when he was quoting it in the book he was like yes like this is deep like yeah. this oh, is he wisdom really, he feels like he's really shedding some light on oh, the darker deeper yes. darker areas of the soul exactly with that and so here's, good. you know the thing i'm noticing even just through reading the first five chapters uh-huh. is because i think i used to think that a narcissist would write their own autobiography. And you know what, Camille? I'm wrong. A true narcissist writes fiction about something else and makes it all about them. And makes it all about them in an even (laughs) more just, like, morally high-horsed way. It's incredible. Yeah, because that's how you get to... You get to create the persona that you think you are as opposed to what... I just, I love, so it opens up with Keisha Cash getting kicked out of a Michael Kors show because she's getting fat and old, Mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. And then these two rail-thin supermodels are talking shit about her, not realizing she's nearby, and Pablo comes in and rescues her, arguably. I I don't want to, I mean, obviously I'm giving the whole first chapter away, but... 
I don't want to get too in detail. I mean, they're not missing out on much literature by us doing a synopsis. Truly, truly. But there's just, so when he is trying to find Keisha Cash, the way he introduces himself is ridiculous. Oh my God. First of all, Uh, what is it? What do I have here? So the metal stage door flew open again. And this time a strikingly handsome, (laughs) racially ambiguous man (laughs) burst into the alley. And it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. no one, we know it's you. Yeah, we know. <laughs> he also, we, he just described himself. Like, he is racially ambiguous. Yes. Right. Abs- yeah. And, oh, man. Uh, and then it goes on to say, like, once you learn it's Pablo, it says something to the effect. Oh, here it is. If Pablo were a firefighter, he'd be the one holding the hose. His job was to put out fires quickly, efficiently, permanently. Yes, I eat. Okay, I have brackets around that exact yes. part, <laughs> and I have next to it in all capital letters the narcissism. Yeah, just just the audacity. The of this damn man. audacity! I can't. And so basically, in this entire paragraph, he's like talking shit to those uh, the skinny supermodels, telling them, like you know booty is in like he's like beyonce and j-lo started the booty revolution like it's all about loving your curves now and i guarantee you he was never on board with that no like look look at the amount of work that has definitely been done like oh but you're body positive right and he's trying to act in hindsight like he i had that exact thought because i was like you can't in hindsight pretend like you've been body positive this whole time look at his approach to kenya Oh, where oh. he was like, oh. models have to be more fit. Like you have to know that people are going to be looking at you and you have to put mm-hmm. a little more intention mm-hmm. into your, how does he, he words it like into your physique or something just yeah. so gross like that. Yeah. He's trying He's, to I'm... course correct in hindsight and it's so exactly. obvious. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I'm trying to think what else I wanted to say about that, but I should have made some annotations like you did. I truly just highlighted and was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to remember what I have to say about this. Yeah. I um, also, I will say, I'm like just flipping through this first chapter. I'm so interested to see how things play out because he does mention like iPhones and Ubers. Which, like, are obviously yeah. things that were not there when... That were more recent. Him. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the thing, too, because, like, he also mentions, like, Ashley Graham, mm-hmm. the plus-size supermodel. And so, like, you can tell that he he wrote it, but, again, that's probably trying to fall in line with, like, staying... Like, all of that is obviously fictional. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like... He, he said it a little bit further in time than when it actually happened, probably to allow for it to come off more fictional as well as give him opportunities like this bullshit mm-hmm. course correcting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, cause like, oh, everybody's on that game now. So it would make sense for his character because this is a satirical fiction novel. Right. Quote unquote. 
So I've been told. So we've been told. I will say to you, I find it funny. He's so, first of all, he's so bitter. He's a bitter little man. so bitter. And there's, I think it's at the end. I don't want to jump ahead if you had other stuff in the first chapter, but it's at the end of the first chapter where he's, like, talking about how Ariana Grande and J-Lo are, like, sitting in the front row of the fashion show. Oh, yeah. And he, the set, I, like, underlined it. It used to be that Fashion Week was mm-hmm. the place to be discovered. Now, the overhyped runway presentations were reduced to spotlighting viral influencers. Like, he's so yeah, bitter. He's so salty. That he he's is so not salty. one of the viral influencers. Like, it slays me. Yeah, he... He did not get on the Instagram influencer game. No, absolutely. And and is now, like, trying to be on that while also talking shit about that. It's, uh, it's so not silly. a good look. It's not a good yeah, look. Yeah, I also, I don't, I don't remember if it's in this first chapter or if it's later, but when they start talking about how he wants, like, he and Keisha Cash are talking about their, like, hopes and dreams, and he mm-hmm. brings up that he wants a talk show. Yeah. Like I really feel like that's because Tyra had a talk oh, show. Oh yeah, she I did. think I think he's gonna say that she snaked that from for him sure. I have that later same on. Like, thought. And I and just first of all, no fucking way that anyone was offering the talk show. Mm-hmm. Like I and I don't doubt that he was a large part of the America's Next Top Model planning and success. But he was never the face of it, and he was never going to get a talk show out of it. No, that's like a weird. Not. That was not his but, vibe in those days. Yeah, but he's out here manifesting the hell out of For some sure. shit. I feel like. No, I had that same thought though when he mentioned the TV show, and I was like, mm-hmm. the Tyra show will be revisited. Like I just know maybe that's what the sequel will be, or maybe it'll be in this book. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Um, I also, I don't know why, but I put brackets around the part where, like, Keisha uh, finally meets Pablo, and they're, like, she's, like, thanking him for standing up for her, basically, mm-hmm. and then decides that um, she's, or he's her new best friend, and then her assistant comes, and she just, like, fires her and crushes her phone. Yeah, I, like... Do you, what do you think the point is of adding that little part? Like, just like a, a quick glimpse in like, hey, remember, she's a bitch. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is what I think was happening. Yes, he was uh-huh. like, she's a bitch and she will, like, tell whoever to fuck off who's in her way. But then I think his main thing was right after she smashes the assistant's phone, it says Pablo stooped down to help the stunned assistant when the saccharine voice floated toward him you coming mr pablo Mm -hmm. and then it says let's see leaving the assistant to solve her own phone problems pablo found himself walking behind the sinewy sway of the supermodel like her personal consort so i think he also was like trying to paint himself in this like he'll always be the good samaritan and then tyra right right was always just like, like fuck he's, everyone. He's good hearted, right. but he gets he 
any time that he's made a mistake, it was under the influence of Keisha exactly. kind of a thing. Yeah, and that's yeah, why, for sure. which goes back to the synopsis you read at the beginning and said, seen through the eyes of our moral compass. Like, I think that's what? just what he's really obviously and not very artistically painting a picture of himself that is incredibly self-serving and mm-hmm. it shows, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah. Also, yeah. let me just say, because we keep talking about how we've like put brackets around stuff. We should just really disclose how terrible of a version of myself I have become <laughs> reading this book because I am so thorough. Oh, I God. feel like it's, I'm in college again. Like it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's the the amount of analyze I so I went through and I started highlighting every time he would quote himself saying like hashtag truth oh, it's or so hashtag. Bad. Like, it, I just don't understand what, or yeah, hashtag truth, hashtag just saying, hashtag what else we got. Just all, just like randomly, just like putting himself in this really weird, like, on this really weird pedestal. And I also highlighted, I just think the, the names that he changed everyone to oh are hilarious. Gosh, like amazing. Miss um, Thing instead of Miss J. Yeah. Or like, uh... Veronica's privates. Oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> Instead of Victoria's Secret, I what really was that quote? Oh, I've been feeling really low ever since Veronica's private privates made a big deal about bringing me into the model plus sizes. Also, privates oh. is just it was lazy. Awful. Like who it was so lazy. That? Who's in charge was, of him? It was so lazy. I, I, that one just slipped under the radar. That's oh the God. only explanation. Like, or he just didn't even have an editor. Like, I'd almost buy that he didn't have an editor. Truth. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, maybe. It's unbelievable. Like, truly what he did is unbelievable. I can't. I, I don't know yeah. if I'll ever forgive him, honestly. But I'm also only five chapters in, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I also was... I, so in chapter two, they start, you know, Keisha and Pablo start bonding over and they're like having a bunch of sleepovers mm-hmm. and just like bonding and shit. And so like there's a moment where they're like kind of going back and forth on like who had the worst like upbringing yeah. kind of a thing. And like he goes into being adopted and she talks about being bullied by her brother, which first of all. She, she's like, yeah, my brother used to call me Gollum, like in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And then Pablo goes off to be like, yeah, well, I'm adopted. And I've never known my birth mother. And like, I was abandoned, basically. And <laughs> he's just like, one time this guy told me I was bug-eyed. Yes, literally. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Oh, my God. But then, and I also, I'm curious where the whole, like, her mom being in prison storyline came from. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, Tyra's mother is not in prison and, to my knowledge, has never been in pr- prison. And they, she's actually, like, pretty active in her community, I think. Right. Yeah, I think so. So I, I'm curious to see how that plays a role, other than one of the executive producers being, like, somehow responsible for her mother's arrest. Right. Or, like, That's filming what I was it. thinking was, like, I feel like there's going to be something that comes to a head with what is his name joe vong joe vong yeah which i i was also curious because who is the who's the spunky latina producer 
Oh, I that like know. brings in. She she's she's at the like show the first production meeting where they're like pitching the idea, and she like brings in the models and then Keisha Cash oh, like takes Luciana. over. Yeah, I wonder if she's real and like who that is. I'm sure she is. Yeah. Also, going back to when you're talking about them doing sleepovers and like mm-hmm. just sharing life stories. Yeah. Um, Jay High Key calls Tyra out for, or excuse me, Pablo calls Keisha out for essentially having like binge eating disorder. Oh, yeah. Which is Where like is quite the call. I didn't underline it, but I just remember reading about like how she always had a bunch of ice cream in this one freezer and it was always yeah. organized and like yeah. they would just come home and she would like eat her feelings essentially. And mm-hmm. I was like, that mm-hmm. is bold. And then and then he said some like I remember distinctly that there's like a little quip where he like mentions all that and then he talks about her going to get a second um, like a second pint of ice cream yeah. and he just goes being plus size has its per- has its perks and I was like oh I, okay it's like oh so are rude. we body positive are we yeah it's like, so rude um oh I um so speaking of that those sleepovers again just saying like um yeah she's talking about how like she has PTSD from her brother calling her Gollum and then he starts going in about being adopted but then um we I forget who like somehow the conversation stops oh yeah he so he he was they were telling what um each other's like real names are and he goes mine is David something I don't even know mm-hmm. and then he he's like Pablo's felt his eyes get hot again as though he's about to cry basically and it just says there was a lot more to his adoption story, but something deep down told him it wasn't time to spill all the beans. And it's just like, what? Like, I think he's wanting people to really be like, oh, he just, I really want to know that adoption. You know, like he's yeah, trying he to really build is trying, yeah, trying to build that suspense up. And it's like, but no one I, actually cares. Yeah, no one asked you. No one asked. That's so weird. Actually, it cost him Which I think is what offends him most. That, you know? Yeah. I I think that's what bothers him most. I think this entire book is because no, no one, one asked, asked him. I think you're right. No one asked. No one asked, <laughs> but this is yeah. what my story is, according to me. Yeah. That's so true. That's why he's so bitter. He's yeah. bitter at all of us. It's honestly all of our faults. It's, I put it, it mostly on, he's, like... Fans like you and I of ANTM because he's right. We did not ask, and that must be hurtful. No, not only did we not ask, but we were like ready for Tyra to discover us. Yeah, like I, we, I mean, I, I don't know necessarily how much I idolize Tyra specifically, but like, I wanted to be on that show for sure. I just we and, wanted to be discovered. Yeah. Like, is that so much to ask? And, and like, Tyra Banks was the name that pulled it, not Jay Manuel. And that's just, just the facts. And that, it is the facts, but he will never, like, he's totally playing this martyrdom role of, like, creative 100%. director behind the scenes who does all of 
things, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that, that well, never yeah, gets acknowledged, a, which, like, yeah. part of that probably is true, but simmer down. Yeah, they, I mean, once they start, like, planning the show, where is it? Oh, it just says, um, like her secretary, Pablo scribbled notes on napkins as Keisha's brain worked overtime on the idea. Mm-hmm. While she was napping, he honed the concept yep. and polished it. So savage. And it's just like flipping through the pages or flipping through the pitch deck he drafted. Uh, Keisha leaned back on the sofa in her loft and said, I think we're ready. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just there's like basically there's artful uh, ways for character development. And Jay just had no patience. He had no time. Any. Yeah, for he, had, it. he was yeah. like, let me just tell you, Pablo is bread and butter. Like, you just need to love yeah. him now. Yeah. I can't. Are we in chapter three yet? Where are we? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm on page 24. Okay. Let me just... Are we done with page 24? Uh, We are, but I wanted to bring up on page 25 the moment where it says, while Pablo worked on complex renderings to create a slick-looking presentation... Keisha Instagrammed and tweeted her face, <laughs> and it's just it's just like why why did you add yeah that? like why because he's better like, why did you add? but he in the page before had just he all it's literally at the same point on the pages they're like mirroring each other mm. just talking shit about her and it's like yeah. we, we need maybe we needed one of them yeah you can, you can have one of right. Them. But he, but he did too. I think you're right. I don't think he had an editor. You know, I think it's also his inner child just has not been coddled in so long. It just all came out in this book. Like this book was written by Jay Manuel's inner child for sure. Yeah, 100%. I also, I'm really going to test um, our ANTM fans here because on page 27, um, uh-huh. she says, imagine a young girl working a cash register in Walmart, selling magazines with Keisha cash on the cover, wishing she could be her. And that my friends is Shandy. Do we remember Shandy? <laughs> the Walmart oh, worker. We remember Shandy. I can't, I read that and I was like, that's Shandy. Like they, yeah, were that was season Shandy. two. What? Yeah. Season? Yeah. I think she was yeah. For anyone who needs to reference. She's the one that ends up cheating on her boyfriend. Yep. Ugh, yeah. Spoiler alert again. Oh, so sorry. If you haven't yeah, watched I mean, it was two of America's Next Top Model now, ago. like you must, yeah, you ha- you're late. I guarantee you, yeah, you haven't even, you're not even listening. Yeah, to you're podcast. not, you're not here right now. <laughs> and no let way. me just say, like, your time has passed. Like, there's no spoiler alerts for something that no, happened in the early there's 2000s. No, there's, there is no excuse for missing shandy yeah drama. there's not it, it happened too long ago and if yeah, you don't know you don't deserve to know you know yeah yeah that's definitely definitely shandy i also in the next paragraph i have like more mm-hmm. brackets of course where it starts with like we'll follow with a challenge segment based on the lesson they received girls can win immunity from an elimination that week or prizes a big part of every episode will be the photo shoot and in some cases a tv commercial or other motion capture like that is mm-hmm. America's Next Top Model. Like you just yeah, that's the show described the entire show. Yeah, I also like because it says think Project Runway, but for models, which Project Runway came after exactly. And so yeah, he's 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 really just doing whatever he can. 
I think he made any change he could exactly. to make it come off fiction yeah. when it is just not. Yeah, he's doing his due diligence to change up some facts that are just so peripheral and everything mm-hmm. that actually matters is like straightforward. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. It's it's just so ridiculous. Like and just like how Pablo unrolled the concept with finesse and forgot his anxiety. Like, okay, buddy, like you were just born, you were made for this, I guess. You're like he just, like everything he did does is flawless. Exactly. And he works hard and he's he's in it. I forget where it is. I think it might not be until like chapter four or five. So I'm skipping ahead, but like oh yeah, it's like the start of chapter four. Um where first it chapter four starts with like Pablo hated reality shows and then it goes on to like oh on page 30 um, he was like Pablo hoped to approach everything from a from a positive standpoint that's what would give the show its real edge Pablo's golden rule never quit people everyone deserves a chance I can't would be his standard I really can't it's so gross it's it's so ridiculous that he's like like i just know he's gonna go into some of the like more awkward and like cringy moments of america's next top model which we all know exists like all the very like 2020 cancelable moments that happened that he 100 percent had to have signed off on for sure but he's gonna like go he's gonna try and insert this like meek poor like afraid to speak up but like moral compass that that just gets dragged by Keisha right like he he knew all along yeah I'm just the prison he was the prisoner of Tyra I'm yeah I'm so ready for it like I can't wait till they start um going through like the model meltdowns Mm -hmm. that he has to deal with and how like how I bet it actually went versus what he says here. I'm very excited. All I'm saying is if the Tiffany Tyra breakdown is not in here, I I will be incredibly upset. Also, as we're recounting this whole book and like talking Mm -hmm. about Jay as a writer, is he okay? Like, should we, does he have (laughs) family that can check on him? Like, is he good? I mean, I, I was actually, I was stalking his Instagram because I was like, I wonder, like, how he's doing. Like, what's he, what's he up to? And he seems fine. I mean, again, obviously, we don't know him personally, and his Instagram is not a great source. No one's Instagram is a great source. It's not indicative of how you're doing, necessarily. But, you know, I, let's... Let me just pull it up. Actually. But you know Let's what is ahead. indicative of how you're doing is your diary. And by your diary, <laughs> I mean your published novel that yeah. no one edited. I mean, here's the thing. So he's got the blue check. He's got over 500,000 followers. Okay. okay. Um, that being said, Tyra, Pan- Tyra Banks has 6.7 million. Hmm. So I think there may be a, a little bit of, not imposter syndrome, but a lot of comparison that 
feels unfair. For sure. What about what about Miss J? How many? Ugh, Miss J, love. Is... Oh, I just saw him. There. Oh. I'm also as where as you're doing that. I am reading like the copyright info and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. have an editor written on here. Okay, well that explains. It says a lot. the book layout was done by Amit Day, but I don't <gasps> see an editor. That explains. It so explains much. Um, a ton. I am going to tell you something that might ruin your day and make us regret that we started oh, no. with Jay Manuel's book. Okay. But Miss Jay <gasps> has a book called Follow the Model. Shut up. So hold tell on. Me let's, more. let's see what that's yeah. about. It's right. It's just a hashtag in Miss Jay's Instagram wow. bio. What did I call it? Follow the Model. Wow. Let's see. Also, let me just say I got the best birthday present this year from you, Camille, just so everyone knows I must brag about it, which is what is the app called that you, Cameo was a cameo oh, yeah. from Miss J wishing me a happy birthday. And I watch it minimum weekly, but usually a couple times during the week. <laughs> it's, it is so it's good. It's so sweet and heartfelt, and he just has my heart. I love him, and I've always loved him. Yeah, Miss J is, is the If there's shit. anyone I, I so, hope okay. that listens to this, I hope it's Miss J. Truly. Truly. Um, so, Follow the Model is an empowering, no-nonsense guide to living the Miss J way fully and fabulously. Yes. So may so it's so kind. I think it's a f- yeah, cool. and it was it's from 2010, so I feel like there was definitely like that wasn't the time right. to do a tell. Yeah, it wasn't time yet. But also, ta- when yeah. was Tyra's novel written? Um, because we will need to get there. Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna have to. What was it? It's something ridiculous. What is it called? Model world or something, model land, model land, model land that was released in 2011. Okay, so still a little soon to be talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think model land is more, um, it's gonna be more about Tyra's experience in the modeling world rather than afterwards. I mean, surely Tyra's gonna have a response to this novel, right? I'm just waiting for it. Yeah, I have been waiting with bated breath, check like just for Anything. any sort of response. But she, she has done nothing to acknowledge it, and I think that I says was about to say that may hurt even more though. Quite because a bit. It's like, there's no way this book is getting that much attention. Like, there's just no, no. way, which is like even no. more of a pity because she must read this. I oh, she has one hundred percent. You read think? It. Oh, wow. I would love to have her on here. Tyra, if you're listening to this, please. I would love nothing. Nothing would make me happier. I watched the Tyra show after school every day growing up. Just come on, give it to us. Yeah, we'll tag her in the show. No, I don't know how. (laughs) Okay, let's let's get back to the book, though. Because. 
chapter four, mm-hmm. we start getting an even, not that he was being coy about it before, but we start getting an even clearer picture that this is clearly nonfiction. When he mm-hmm. talks about how Keisha made him do like a makeover. Oh, and yeah. he finally um, gets to look at it because the whole time they have like the mirrors covered and he's not allowed to look and see what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. And he finally gets to look and it says close cropped hair, no curls, silver gray instead of black, gray eyes. And if you look it's... on the back of the book, <laughs> he's literally describing exactly what he has looked like since the late 1990s. Since- the, the dawn, dawn of, of time. time. It's so and ridiculous. And Keisha's response is, you look fucking fierce. And fierce is italicized. Italicized. And that yes. is Tyra's word. Like, she's always saying and fierce. And not, not only that, but, like, you can tell it's her pronunciation. Uh-huh. You can hear it. Like, fierce. Yes, I hear can't it do it. it. With the finger. Uh, mm, mm, yep. That was finger. pretty good. It's you're oh, welcome. You. Um, yeah, I I also was tickled by I don't know who this person was, uh, De La Renta, mm-hmm. the um, the hairstyle or the makeover. I guess it was mostly the hairstyle. He's the hairstylist, but like the fact that they're gossiping and talking shit about Keisha while they're doing mm-hmm. this job for her is ridiculous. Like. Yeah, they're because uh, he's sitting under the heat getting his hair did, and um, he's reading his favorite section of people, which was the red carpet gowns and the fashion do's and don'ts. And there was Keisha in a fashion don't. And then um, he's so Pablo says to De La Renta, like, she really shouldn't be allowed to dress herself. To which De La Renta responds, is don't I know it? Mother has terrible taste. Yes, they taste. keep calling her and mother I, and mama. And I, I just like that. That felt like a direct quote for to sure. Me. For some reason, like for some reason, I believe that this. I happened. agree with you, and I. It's very Tyra to go by mama and mother. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, I just I feel like. I don't know if this is something that she's always done or she does intentionally, but I feel like at a certain point in her career, she really started leaning and like being influenced more so by the drag community. Like I think being close with Miss J and like kind of being, I mean, I think fashion is within that realm of similarly passionate people about stuff like that. And so I feel like she like almost somewhat appropriate oh, for sure. some of that culture yeah. and and like a big thing in um drag culture is going to those like proms and you have certain drag houses and they're led by one uh one mom mother drag oh, it's yeah. like a whole thing so. so like she i think she really wanted to model her her shit after I learned all of this information off of the fictional Netflix show Pose. I could see I that, also... though, because she <laughs> very much was like, 
I'm acting like I know what I ta- I'm talking about. I have no experience in this world. I am obsessed with it mm-hmm. as well. I try not to appropriate, and I also, but I should preface and take that information with a grain of salt. I assume most of that is real. Well, but I also think like a lot of the stuff. I mean, Tyra is quite the human, but a lot of the stuff she does is so like over dramatized, and I feel like she does mm-hmm. pull from. Please, like she definitely pulls some of her personality from like Miss J in particular, you know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I wonder if uh, Miss J finds that it. Annoying. He must because he's an original and got to. And he probably Ugh, is so used to people copying him. An angel. He's the best. I mean, yeah. I truly, yeah, easily one of my fa- like top fifteen for people. sure. I mean, he talk about a moral compass. I mean. That's why I I almost wish that Miss J would drop one of these soon. Miss, Miss thing. thing, we can Miss we response. can only hope truly. And then of yeah. course I have um, the cashing in productions underlined too with bankable I, productions yeah, written was, back or written next. Yeah, bit. well, and also if you see, um, if you look. I highlighted, so after she drops the name Cashing In Productions, uh, his response is, you might want to rethink that name. Hashtag keeping it I can't. And then the next paragraph, he says, hashtag queen of cheap. Yes. Like, okay, here's the thing. Is he (laughs) modernized the book enough to have iPhones and Ubers? But he's still behind in the times. Like... The sassy yeah, it's, hashtag it's so blah, ridiculous. blah blah was like still years ago. Like very, I, here's the thing. I feel like he still uses For that sure. vernacular. Like he I don't think I don't think he, he doesn't knows. know. He absolutely doesn't know. He's he know he might know now. And here's but, the thing. Because we're telling Were him. he to hire an editor like most novelists do? He probably would have and gotten should. that information, you know. Yeah, uh, it's it really it really ages him. It does, personally. and I, I find sweet relief. It in does that. because it just shows how desperately he's trying to catch up with the times, and he's mm-hmm. just still behind. He just wants to, yeah. He just wants to. Yeah, to he just kids. he's not there anymore. It's such a pity. But listen, Jay, we hope you're doing okay. We do. We hope, hope you're, you're doing okay. Well, Sign dude. on to BetterHelp. They sponsor this podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm day. just kidding. Maybe one day when Tyra comes on. Yeah, but yeah, an unsponsored uh, name drop for BetterHelp. It's the yeah. shit. I Evan and I. Sorry, this is such a digression, but we emailed this one lady to see if we could start doing therapy, and she never emailed us back after an initial, an initial like, "Hey, yeah, that sounds good. Let's schedule mm-hmm. time." So we gave her times, and then she never got back to us. So I'm wondering if we should just sign up for like better help yeah. or something. That's such I don't a pity. Maybe you yeah. can follow up with her. Um, yeah, perhaps. Um, yeah, I the amount of times that I was reading this book and was like, I should also go to therapy. I think is the only good thing to come out mm, of this. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Jay feels better now that. He's, re- I mean, he's definitely it, surrendered he's this information this. to his higher power. I think he is probably doing yeah. feeling a little lighter. Just, yeah. Um, 
what else? Did we want to talk about anything else in in chapter uh, four? In chapter four. Oh, this is where they have the and they introduce introduces mm-hmm. Joe Vong and um, Luciana. Luciana. We will need yeah. to look into and, like who the producers and stuff were. Yeah, we'll we'll need to do some research. <laughs> yeah, we will get back to you, everyone. But they yeah. do, they um, introduce Miss Thing, who is Miss J. And he, here's the thing. This is where he goes out of his way to change details that don't matter. But, and honestly, I'm kind of mm-hmm. thankful for it. The details that do matter, he does not even a little bit change. So, Miss no. Thing, no. i.e. Miss J, has coached almost every great supermodel on her walk, including Tisha. And continues to have a semi-lucrative career teaching top models all over the semi-lucrative. world. Semi-lucrative. Yeah, another Semi-lucrative. Well, do you... So, even before that, uh, the main producer of the show, he's getting... He's about to introduce who he thinks should be the judges. And so, he says, Luciana and I have whittled our, whittled our selections of judges to four minor and formally major mm-hmm. celebrities. Let me add here that budget is a yeah. concern. Yeah. So literally, Jay, Jay is just like tossing out all these people. Like he's, he did everything except drop. Their yeah, salaries. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, this was a very low was budget like, production. Everyone. Yeah this this was the part that we really saved money oh on. And it just kills it, me. Honestly, it it's not me. even passive aggressive. It's just aggressive. Like you just it's, are yeah, it's straight being aggressive. So and I I didn't even notice the semi lucrative career until oh you read it gosh. back. But like the disrespect. First of all, don't you ever disrespect how Miss dare you? Literally, how dare you? I I think. I think the real thing that you and I are both learning about ourselves is we are ride or die. Oh my gosh! Miss yeah, Jay. I feel so protective of Miss Jay. Fan- yeah, I just the fact that anyone has anything other than a positive word for Miss Jay it baffles is... me. There's no way other than Jay Manuel. There's I've, no way. Yeah, I feel personally attacked. Yeah, by it myself. Also, um, oh shit, where is it? Also, let me, this quote from Miss Thing, i.e. Miss J, you can literally Uh hear in Miss J's voice, which I won't even attempt to do, but it says, for all my LGBTQXYZ rainbow-colored friends of the alphabet, I am not bisexual, transsexual, or a transvestite. I'm a gay man who parades around in women's couture to confuse white, straight America. Like, that that could be an exact quote. It might be. I was just about to say we need to check um, his Twitter yeah, that's profile. Great. Let me let me look at it. Miss J Twitter. Like a it calls him a six foot five inch man in heels. Teaching the walk can make for some humorous moments. Like that's who else could you possibly be talking about? Yeah, it's it. Oh. That's not what his bio mm. is now, but it is currently from the streets of South Bronx or of the South Bronx, sorry for if that was wrong, to the catwalk coach of Paris, judge on America's Next Top Model, and I, supermodel, author, shoe designer. He's the best. I miss him. Oh, I hope he's doing well. 
Yeah. I mean, he seems to be doing uh, he just does. fine. He's making cameos for me. It's so sweet. So kind for this. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know what I was surprised by? I feel like um, Jay has has been a little bit snotty but is the least snotty about um janice yeah no i actually janice dickinson oh, although he does raise hell about the botched plastic surgery attempts which is pretty savage. yeah but i yeah. agree that I and the that. the drinking he because yeah he mentions that she was a casualty of numerous botched plastic yes. surgery attempts that's a direct and then quote he sniffs her and then water he also bottle. yeah when they're going through models, but like she's the only one that sticks right. around to go through all these thousands of models. Like Keisha Cash was there for like 20 minutes and then leaves and says something. Oh, what does she say? She says something so rude. She uh, pretty much tells them to like in- vet the other ones and let her know who matters. Yeah. Oh, here. Yeah. She says, I'll be back when you've gotten through yes. the slush pile. <laughs> No, but I did notice that it's not, like, I I feel like Jay and Janice maybe, like, had some sort of bond. Because he went gentle on her, for sure. Yeah, he definitely went gentle on her, and I think part of it is because, I mean, if you think about watching the show back, you can feel the tension between Janice and Tyra sometimes. Because, like, Tyra would do dumb shit, like, call her the, like the world's oldest supermodel or like the first supermodel but like make it less endearing of a yeah less endearing and more like remember she's significantly right, older than yeah. I am <laughs> so like I, I wonder if like behind the scenes Janice and Jay were just talking mad shit during the show that's my guess I think they really bonded over like a growing uh not hatred, but like a growing resentment. Yeah, of Tyra. I think because like when you when you think about it, America's Next Top Model skyrocketed. Tyra. Yeah, like yeah. she say what you will, it launched the hell out of Bankable Productions. Like her, you know plan what I mean? worked. Yeah, yeah, she did yeah, the damn thing. She did. Even even if she did jump off of Jay's back and oh my gosh, to I do can't. it. <laughs> the devil wears cheap shoes. Oh god. Oh and then oh yeah. The 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 entire reason that um oh what is his name? Mason Hughes mm-hmm. is what it is in the novel. Nigel Nigel, Nigel Barker. Barker. The whole the whole reason that he was hired is because quote because the American public are anglophiles, <laughs> and we need we need a hot straight guy on the panel. And then, fashion photographer. And then, they Mason introduce Hughes. him, and um, Pablo is thinking the homophobic prick. <laughs> yes, I highlighted that, and was just like, oh, I can't. Also, oh, it sounds damn. like Jay had very much a physical attraction to Nigel. He was definitely handsome, yeah. but Pablo had always thought that Mason Hughes had all the sex appeal of a smooth parts Ken doll. Like, just really Gross. sexualizing Nigel. But it, but also, it's right. a dig. That's all he like, is. But, like, that was as much of a dig as he could get. Yeah, it's so... Also, I don't know if we ever said so it, but Janice's stupid. name in this novel is Sasha Berenson stupid stupid so stupid i i don't appreciate that name i feel like 
Miss Thing, Keisha Cash, Mason Hughes, for some reason, like, makes it's sense fine. to me. Yeah. Yeah, Sasha Berenson just sounds dumb. It sounds so fake. It, it sounds lazy. Right. It's definitely or, lazy. I think he wanted to go with the, like, son, like, Dickinson. Mm. But, like, it's just not – it's not well done. It's not his best. Yeah. It's it's just stupid. Well, although and maybe I'm, it is which, his best. We don't know. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing, too, is, you know, with everybody else's names is so obvious. Right. And hers isn't. I almost wonder if that is more, again, because of their – Their bond. Their bond, Yeah, maybe. I think. Which, it's it's, I mean, it's still stupid because obviously you know who it is. Like, you can't uh, – Yeah. Ugh. It's just, it's too obvious, Pablo. Yeah, too obvious. But yeah, obvious. what's funny That's, is there's... in the next chapter when he, like, smells her bottle and it's vodka, I wrote, call out mm-hmm. to drunk Janice. Like, he called her out eventually. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, though, like, of course, like, we all already knew that. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't, he, he didn't, he has yet to say anything that we did not right. know about Janice. And I feel like everyone else, he has called a bitch. He's called, um, like, snotty. I don't know. What's Miss Thing? Yeah. yeah. Like, just unsuccessful. Just hating on him in general. And then Nigel is homophobic. Like, right. You know yeah, I mean? he's like, really called everyone else out in specific ways. Yeah, exactly. And even like you, we can move on to chapter five, but it starts off with him talking shit about like Keisha kept coming back to his place and whoever her boyfriend is. I wonder if this boyfriend is I was going to ask Vinny? that. I don't know. I'm trying to think if she was like Vinny? dating anyone at some point. Yeah, that's the name, which is yeah, stupid. I'm sure. I wonder if there's someone who's already done this. We need to start a blog. To like figure out who the real yeah like fact some of these yeah some some more peripheral characters that aren't as obvious Mm -hmm. but yeah she she kept crashing in Pablo's bed so he was stuck on the old couch while Vinny and Keisha were doing the nasty in his bedroom (laughs) it's just like it's so elementary it's just too much for me it's and it's again what does this do to push the story forward or like what do we what do we learn about Keisha like we've all you've already established that she's a Mm -hmm. bitch and inconsiderate and so now like why I oh and then what and then we go on yeah to the so they have this you know, open call for models to audition, and it is obviously a huge success, mm-hmm. as we all know America's Next Top Model was. So they thousands upon thousands of girls show up, and Pablo is very adamant about everyone being seen, and everyone else, Miss Thing, Mason Hughes, like, everyone is grumpy about it, because they didn't, ha- they didn't want to do all this, and Pablo basically, like, shuts them all down and is like, no, like, it is our response, yep. it is our duty Moral to, like, see these girls, like, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, um, it, he quotes Miss Thing saying, oh, hell no, Miss Thing is not sitting here all day looking for a gold tooth in this mouthful yep. of decay. I, I no. No, ma'am. <laughs> and I, and I, yeah, I put brackets around that, because it's just, like, again, I, I just feel like 
he he just knows how Miss J talks and is just putting words in his mouth. And I I don't appreciate I'm sorry, I don't I don't believe you, Jay Manuel. I don't believe that Miss J has this. I don't either. If anything, Miss J would be the one who is able to sift through all of these girls and be positive about the whole damn thing. So how dare you? Yeah. But quote they didn't call Pablo Mr. Fix oh, It for nothing. So self-serving. I can't. Yeah. He closed his eyes for a moment, then opened them. We'll have to divide them up. And so he, Problem again, like solved. I said, he just say, saves yep. the day and then stresses everybody gets seen. Um, Keisha shows up late, of course. And then we've already went through this quote that the supermodel goddess sat through the first hour of casting before excusing herself with a wink and a nod. I'll be back when you've gotten through the slush pile. Mm-hmm. And as she walks out, he goes, he, Pablo asks, am I getting paid uh, yeah. for this? <laughs> I can't. Oh, and then the next page. So on page 50 there. So he's like walking around and, you know, um, news, re- news reporters are there interviewing the girls who are getting let down or like getting um rejected wait are you about to and talk about some... the r kelly okay thank yes you. for some reason he bring okay i'm just gonna read the whole so pablo saw the news anchor interviewing a sobbing contestant quote it was awful i stood in line all night and by the time i got inside i didn't have any makeup on my clothes were wrinkled and i had to walk past the judges with like a million other girls the ones who got chosen were ugly nobodies it was terrible I was Miss Jersey Shore last year. I haven't seen this many young girls line up since my junior high went to an R. Kelly concert. R. Kelly, the reporter asked. Yeah, but at least there I got one-on-one time with Kells. I also hate that she calls him Kells. Yeah, but it, it's just like what? What a weird like input. What a weird name yeah. drop, side story. Again, where, like how did that help the story how did that move the story forward i think i think you're right he did not have he didn't and i think he's really trying to include like again going with the times like pop culture stuff and it's just coming off weird like it's coming off bizarre yeah it was it was so strange or yeah i don't know why he was trying to like tie specifically r kelly and his miscreant ways to the show right exactly especially knowing that it's about this show that you were on and a part of like regardless of you know how you felt how you feel about it now like you were a part of that at that time so why would you yeah like why would you bring that connection in yeah I will say yeah no one sorry go ahead I was just going to say no one asked. No one asked. Once again. No one asked. One thing that I found really funny, which is something we kind of all knew, but I just like found it funny that he very clearly voiced it was that Keisha Cash was looking for like sob stories essentially. Oh, that she had like a ratio of like chocolate black girls and mocha black girls Mm -hmm. and like a blonde Mm -hmm. and a plus size. And I was just cracking up on... I think it was her. Let's see. Yeah. And uh, Keisha was like, oh, give me a break. There's no way she was a homeless teenager. Mm -hmm. Borderline personality disorder, maybe. (laughs) 
So she's like judging all of these girls' stories. And then they, it says by three in the morning, they had 12 sob stories, six former beauty or prom queens, four rags to hopeful riches, and three borings, but too pretty to ignore. Like that is literally the cast of every single AMTM season. Mm-hmm. Every single mm-hmm. one. Yes. Yes. They never strayed and from that structure. It's incredible. And I mean, it was a good it was structure. A good one. I mean, it, it did the job. It was, yeah. Yeah. I I had that quote in brackets as well. Just because, yeah, it's looking back, it's so obvious now how meticulously planned it mm-hmm. all was. And it, which is also very impressive. Right. But it, it just shows how psychotic the. Entertainment right. industry. Like they know what will get us. We're the victims. Specific, yeah, specifically competition reality mm-hmm. TV. Yeah, they really get to. It's yeah, they yeah, they just they found a formula and they really stuck to it. And the fact that like, yeah, Keisha Cash or Tyra Banks is just flipping through these girls and talking mm-hmm. shit, and that and but also being like, no, these are the stories that we need. Like having that weird level of. Right. It's like a God complex. And yes, exactly. I'm also now noticing that that every time um, that Keisha says fierce, it's always italicized. Because because it's her word. And he He wants wants you to know know. it. You must know. Yeah. You have to recognize it. And then Keisha invites him into the show which, like, again, mm-hmm. he's to- Pablo slash Jay is totally in victim mindset of, like, oh, I never actually wanted to be on this show, but, like, ugh, Keisha drags me on, and now I guess I'm, like, a star of it. Yeah. And it's, like, you yeah. were a makeup artist in season one. You weaseled your way to be creative director, and don't act like you didn't, you know? Yeah. Well, and not only that, but she drags him on stage, and then afterwards, when she's getting yelled at by the producers, she goes, oh, you don't have to pay him. He'll yeah. do it for me. And I just, like, do we really think that she was out here trying to get Jamie labor? No way. Free? There's not a chance. There's no way. I think way. Jay was like, begging for a promotion and more airtime is what I think. And I think he probably yeah. would have done it for free. Yeah. I just, I, I think the way that he depicts himself as, like, being this overworked work mule, like pack mule of Keisha's emotional baggage and her professional baggage. Like he just really lays it on. He wants that to be the narrative. Yeah. And it's, and we got it. We're five, we're five chapters in and we got it. Also like, like, it's fine if you weaseled your way in there. Like it's fine if you really wanted to be on TV and like, like that's a cool story too. You don't have to make it this like victim mentality. So I have been thinking that I, I think more people in this world need to come to terms with being 100. Like it took me a while it took me a while, but Slytherin, being a Slytherin just does not make you a bad person. It makes you capable of doing bad things, but, like, being Slytherin mm-hmm. is a strength. It's it a superpower. Is. We need them. Yeah. We need, we need Slytherins, and we need more Slytherins that are, we need more right, honest Slytherins. Exactly. 
or more transparent Slytherins. And I, I, I just, you. not to get on my soapbox about it, but I really just think it's more important than I, we I realize. Because, yeah, now, that's a, I, don't, I don't want this story, to be honest with you. I want to know, like you said, like, I want to see him right. weasel his Into way. Into becoming creative director. On, onto the show. Yeah, because in that whole first season, he was strictly referred to as the makeup artist for photo shoots. And then he was brought on, I think, what, maybe mm-hmm. twice to panel to be a judge. Like, and that was near the end of the season. So that alone shows that he was pulling some strings. It was like, no, I want to, like, for sure. I'm judging. Let me judge. I, like, I'm the one with these girls. Who he was being me, persistent. You know what I mean? And that's and, a good thing, Jay. Oh, no. Yeah, and he he deserved yeah he he was a great person to have on panel because like i mean tyra was never at the Mm -hmm. photo shoots or was very rarely at the photo shoots and you know he he had a lot more input that they should have and could have utilized and i think he's definitely salty about that but he's also being such a little snot and like hiding how he got those opportunities. <gasps> Sorry, I just I'm flipping through, and it looks like he talks about um, Model Land, but he changes it to Wait, Planet where? Fierce. Page one thirty-seven. Um, I was just flipping around where we went to this. I know, I know. I no, I was just flipping around and there just saw are. it. Um, but yeah, apparently, so we're gonna get to see his great i'm looking forward to it yeah are we doing five more chapters um, how do we want to split it up yeah i think let's let's go through chapter 10 and see where we're at um and then we'll 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 record again yeah yeah okay this was was fun i'm very excited yeah, I think it was nice to have this For little sure. purge session. There was a lot. It was a rich five chapters. Yeah, it really was. Um, but anyway, to recap, uh, we we have covered the first five chapters of The Wig, The Bitch, and The Meltdown, a novel by And Jane it is, Manuel. in fact, nonfiction. It is, yeah. It's satirical, barely, barely fiction, fiction yeah. nonfiction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm... Camille, and you can follow me at Marielle Camille on Instagram. That's M A R I E L C A M I L L E. I do comedy, and I am a zookeeper, and we're pot, and we're just podcasting because this book needs it to be podcasted. Be. Um, yeah, Maddie, I don't know if you wanted to drop any of your info. You don't have to. I'm just a. Sure. I you can so, follow me on you know. Instagram at, at hello it's muddy h-e-l-l-o-i-t-s-m-u-d-d-y um don't follow me if you're a client of mine thank you this was fun <laughs> yeah okay cool. love well, you sister I'll, um, love you too I'll talk okay. to you later bye okay